Hi. Oh my goodness, we're back. Hello. We're settled into summertime, hypothetically. Well, not fully for you, but I'm done school. You're done yeah, your class. It, it is the hiatus true and true. <laughs> and we're back. We gave it time to relax, but now we have decided it's time to release something. Yeah. Been over a month. I was looking at our feed. It's been a month since our last episode came out. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't do that. So like between the our like last couple seasons, we just kind of like kept releasing things. And like we never really took a break. So <laughs> it's been nice to have a break. Yeah, but it's also nice to be back, seeing your face, talking into a microphone about High School Musical. Yes, the thing I was born to do. <laughs> Mom, Dad, I'm a High School Musical podcaster. What? No, what? We didn't raise you like that. Or is it like Sky High, where it's like he was always lying about being like a, a tough podcaster? But What's a tough actually- podcaster? <laughs> <laughs> um it, it, i don't know wrestling well there's there's two options yeah well no because no because wrestling has this overlap with the nerd community debate like is it a politic podcast yeah i guess i guess there's two versions of it one where you're like a like a political podcast or like a joe rogan podcast another where you're like a, a movie podcaster but you only talk about tough guy movies <laughs> Our dear friend Brian only talks about tough guy movies, and he still came on High School Musical, so. Yeah, because he's secure in his masculinity. But this hypothetical teenager who needs to admit to his parents that he's actually a High School Musical podcaster is still figuring out his way in the world. And you know what? It's okay to talk about High School Musical. We have proven it over this last season. Yes. And we'll continue through this hiatus and future seasons. What are we actually, what, what why have we actually come here today? <laughs> We're here to talk a little bit about the advertising that happened before High School Musical came out. Yeah. A little taste, a little teaser for, teaser's the wrong word, but a little taste of kind of what came before High School Musical and the wonderful world of the Disney Channel. You thought I was going to say the wonderful world of Disney, which is a different television set block. So, nope, we're focused on the Disney <laughs> Channel today, folks. Yeah, so we're going to talk about the trailer of High School Musical as well as some of like the coming up on Disney Channel um, little spots for High School Musical. And if we have time, uh, we'll talk about at the premiere of High School Musical on television, they had like these spots before and after with the actors from the movie. And we, we can talk about those, too. If not, we'll get we'll do another hiatus episode for those because those are a lot of fun and real weird. So definitely want to <laughs> talk about them. Yeah, but I think the idea is that High School Musical is such a big movie for Disney Channel. But how did they get to the point where they knew people were actually going to be excited about it? Because they kind of had to fake it until they made it. Like they had oh, to yeah. pretend that it was going to be huge, and then that just implied that it was going to be big. I don't like. Well, I think. This one stands out, we've talked about this in the past, how this one stands out from other DCOMs, bringing in outside cast. So while Ashley Tisdale was a absolute star on Disney Channel, and you have Corbin Blue, who is starting to get there, and Zac Efron had made a few guest appearances on uh, Sweet Life of Zac and Cody, Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens were still famous in their own right, and they stood apart from like, the Cheetah Girls, which Raven was a star. She had been in TV since she was like four. But yeah. 
but Raven was already in her own show on the Disney Channel at the time and bringing in these outside people and being like, this is and also bringing the director they did like Kenny Ortega, while he'd done Disney movies in the past, he also had done Broadway and some of the like he was a big name to bring in for a decom. Yeah, I mean, as small as the budget for High School Musical is, it's probably still bigger than your average decom, unless it's like a really special effects driven one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it, it's definitely they were excited about it, and I think the marketing though plays into how they wanted people to perceive it. Because yeah, it's called High School Musical, but something that really caught me in the trailer is how little they talked about Gabriella. And how it was Troy's story. I mean, yeah. So let's talk about the trailer. So if we'll we'll post the links to the 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 videos we watched. They're all basically just YouTube videos of like either the trailer or just compilations of like things from before and after commercials. Thank so, goodness yeah. for people archiving television. <laughs> so yeah, we've got the High School Musical trailer, and I've copied down the narration. Um, if you'd like me to read it out loud. And then we can just kind of talk it, talk it out. Please. Okay. I'll give my, give my narrator voice. Not your Patrick Warburton voice. What, what tone, what tone should I, should I try to recreate? Almost Patrick Warburton. I would, yeah, go for it as much as you can. For the East High Wildcats, basketball is everything. But when their star player steps off the court and onto center stage, he'll show the entire school there's something to sing about. High School Musical, a Disney Channel original movie, with the sweet life of Zack and Cody's Ashley Tisdale, Zac Efron, Vanessa Ann Hudgens, and Lucas Graybeal. High School Musical. Yeah, so something that caught me in all of these, and I'll do this general statement, is how Corbin Blue and Monique Coleman are not in any of these. Like, you yes. occasionally <laughs> see Corbin Blue's face. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't think you see Taylor in any of the trailers nothing. or any of the... Nope, she is just yeah. like, she doesn't exist. Yeah. Which is my, a little mind-boggling, considering how that how iconic the poster is. Yeah, the, the, the poster with the six of them jumping is the iconic imagery of, like, the High School Musical marketing, and they're in it. Yeah. And also, Corbin Blue is one of the... Like he's he has a more bigger star t- than he has more screen time than Lucas Grabeel. Yeah, for sure, and like easily one of the more identifiable stars coming out of the movie. Like from a Disney Channel perspective, like obviously he didn't go on to have the biggest career out of this group, but I would have put him on the same level as the other actors. Absolutely, at that point, so clearly more talented than half the other cast as well. Absolutely. And really interesting, too, that Ashley Tisdale, we've talked about this before as well, Ashley Tisdale and Lucas Grabeel did not get along during the filming of this first one. And it's like, then just why not throw Corbin Blue in here? Like, yeah, Ashley Tisdale is gonna, like, it didn't surprise me at all that she was first listed or that she does the most, like, she does a lot of the top, like, you see her a lot in the trailer, in the bumpers, which we'll get to, but how yeah it's all focused on troy but you still see a lot of ashley tisdale just because this is peak sweet life yeah so she is she is kind of one of those major disney channel stars at the moment yeah but let's get back to the troy being center stage thing so i mean even the perspective of the trailer is yeah troy the movie is about him which isn't wrong like the movie is 
about Troy. He is the protagonist. Uh, the thing is that Gabriella is almost, almost equally the protagonist. Almost. Absolutely. He's a little bit more, but it's pretty close. Yeah, he maybe has a more rounded emotional journey. Like, she has an emotional journey through all of this, but his is more explored directly on screen. Yeah, I don't know what... It would be interesting to look up the actual screen time comparison for them two. Yeah, I, I don't know that. And the the centering of basketball, like, for the for the East High Wildcats, basketball is everything. Like, interesting. I mean, ball <laughs> like, is life. <laughs> um yeah but. and and it and it is true but it's just not the way the the movie really frames it like but it, it does the thing where it centers the sports in the movie in a way that like we've talked about trying to appeal to the boys because ew musicals that it, no it got me thinking i was like yeah we've talked about this with the is this a sports movie the trailer sure as heck wanted me to believe it was yeah i like when um it says when their star player steps off the court and um, Zach Efron disappears in the trailer. Oh my gosh, that, that fade to that, that, um, the bl- turn to black and white too, when he's walking out of the locker room and it gets all like he walks out of the locker room and then it, he walks out of it again when, um, did the, the teams behind him right after the emotional talk with his, or not the locker room, the gym. Yeah. It does this like double walkout, and the second time it's all in black and white, and it's like trying to make it look serious. <laughs> I don't even think I processed that because it's like such an editing technique for like trailers and stuff. No, yeah. So there's the shot of him like at the end of Get Your Head in the Game where he like shoots the long shot, and then it's like alone walking away from the ball on the court. It's that shot, which is already a good like a good shot for like emphasizing his emotional aloneness, but then he also disappears. <laughs> It's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, the trailer is, it is a little misleading. And how it, it shows dancing, but there's no, like, song snippets that really, st- other than uh, Breaking Free. Yeah, it really focuses on Breaking Free. Because it shows him, like, practicing Breaking Free, and then it shows them singing, like, the climax Breaking mm-hmm. Free. The, the spinny part. Yeah, <laughs> the spinny part. Hey. Um, iconic yeah he steps off the court and onto center stage he shows the entire school there's something to sing about that sounds like that sounds more like a slug line from sunday school musical (laughs) (laughs) i mean i was we were kind of talking about this before we went on because i really wanted to know when this trailer dropped and because this was really pre intense internet documentation we may never know i mean i'm sure like disney has it somewhere but it's just not like readily available but internet it like movie language at the time was so bizarre and like you can see the roots of how modern trailers are today in this but at the same time it just it does things that are very i mean it is a tv movie and the camp is part of it but the the trailer, it it is not one that'd be like, yes, this is going to be the cultural touchstone of the next 15 years. <laughs> this generation's like cultural landmark kind of thing. Yeah. I just like the phrasing that, that there's something to sing about. Like, it's, it's about a musical. Like, he's not like inspiring the school with like, 
it's not like people are down on their luck and then he like sings and then everyone's happy again. <laughs> people don't want him to sing and then he sings anyway. Like it's a it's a different conflict than what they're saying. But the just the phrase the phrasing of it, he'll show the entire school there's something to sing about. Like that's just a nothing phrase. <laughs> yeah, I mean it could be alluding to the individuality and like there's something to sing about because we're all unique and are excited about what like ourselves and stuff i i was excited to the maybe i could be both was present in the i was glad to see that line yeah and then they they cut to like people dancing like from the we're all in this together yeah we're all in this together and stick to the status quo they show you like oh there's it's like in an action movie when they show you like oh there's action in this movie (laughs) oh there's dancing in this movie yeah obviously And that's how you advertise a musical, I guess. Like you just like show the like the craziest dance move that happens. And what's nice about High School Musical is because the plot is such a nothing burger, you can just show scenes from the movie like in any order in the trailer. And like and it's not going to like ruin the movie for you. (laughs) No. And I think I mean, I'm even thinking of more modern musicals and their trailers and part of it is showing the the finale. Like people care about what the finale costumes are for musicals. Like <laughs> that matters to people. Yeah. Well, and then there's the version that if it's like a pre-existing musical, like if it's Beauty and the Beast, like you want to see Emma Watson in the, yellow, the dress. yellow in the yellow dress in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know that that's the same like Cinderella. It's like you want to see the blue dress transformation was the first Cinder like the teaser for Cinderella 2015 was the shoe transformation. Like it was just straight up the glass slipper. Like that's what people care yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think like West Side Story. We like we just got trailers for in the recent months, but that yeah, that's not like an outfit driven one, but it's also not really a location driven thing. Because it's just all like city streets. <laughs> in the Heights, uh, the the trailer for that uh, again, same kind of just came out in the last recent, like in the last couple months. And that one, I don't know like anything about that musical, but the the definitely you could tell like okay, this is the big song from like Act One, Act Two, and even Dear Evan Hansen, I don't know a lot about that. Like that one literally came out like last week, and. I know the big, like, emotional song that comes towards the end of the movie was kind of one of the stars of that trailer. Yeah. Well, and that's a nice, and the same thing happened with Breaking Free in this High School Musical trailer. It's like, well, it just you can just put it anywhere. Mm-hmm. People are going to know the song when it comes on anyway, because the, the soundtrack gets released before the movie. And this one came out 10 days before the movie dropped. And something that was very interesting, do we want to transition on to stuff beyond the trailer now? Or do you have more to say about the trailer? I mean, yeah, not too much about the trailer. We're just talking about marketing as a whole. So, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll keep going. Something interesting that they were doing in kind of their promotional push for the movie was the opening weekend, basically. So the movie played three to- at least three times over like the 20th, 21st, and 22nd of January 2006. And the second primetime showing was the sing-along version. Yeah, so Friday night was the premiere. You they had the they had the little clock countdown in the corner of the screen, like oh, yeah. probably all day leading up to it. Just another one of those techniques of like building tension to something. Mm-hmm. But like if people weren't excited about it before, it's like oh, but there's a clock counting down to it, so 
I have to be excited about it. Yeah. And yeah. And then Saturday night was a sing along. And then Sunday night, they had like a behind the scenes making of which I talked about thing. in our last couple episodes because I watched that it was came out with the DVD as well. Yeah. Yes. So do you want to talk about some of these little trailers like mid like in between episodes of a show or like running on the Disney Channel? Oh, yeah. So we had a couple of these things that I just wanted to mention because they were funny. And then we can get to the bumpers. Basically, it's like when you're watching Disney Channel and it's like coming up next is this. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's one uh, where where it goes, at East High, musical auditions have begun. And the most unlikely person is about to steal the spotlight. High School Musical, coming up next on Disney Channel. (laughs) Yeah, that one focusing on like the auditions. Yeah, and it actually like straight up started with... um freckle girl whose name yeah. is completely eluding me right now yeah and yeah. then it's Alan, hard to believe yeah got hard out. to believe that i couldn't sneeze yeah our favorite our favorite scene yeah so that was yeah no it was interesting like how it i guess it depended my bet because we also saw one that was a bit more basketball-y kind of sport focused of those there was a second one in there that was like the big game is coming up I don't remember that there was this one that said, when class is in session, this high school is rocking. Check out the D- the Disney Channel original movie, High School Musical, coming up next. I like that one. That <laughs> when class is in session, this high school is rocking. It's not School of Rock, though. Yeah. Or Camp Rock. <laughs> and then in the same video, there was just animated Lizzie McGuire drawing the Disney yes. ears. That oh my was God. funny. That video, like literally warped me back in time because not only was the Lizzie the animated Lizzie doing the or you're watching Disney Channel but also the intro music for Disney Channel movies because folks they had a theme song for everything on Disney Channel Playhouse Disney had a theme song and sure as heck the Disney Channel movies had a theme song and it had the the film reel that was the logo and yeah, all these kids if, jumping through the air and into the film. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, watch watch the video linked in the description of this episode. Um, because, yeah, you'll listen to the song. And you, you might recognize it because it's the, let's watch the Disney Channel movie. Yeah, that kind of thing. It's delightful. Condra and I were just like, have, had it both stuck in our heads before we started recording. <laughs> Tyler did a nice uh, take on... Let's watch a Disney Channel movie with Let's Record, which was good. Oh, yes. I said, let's record a high school musical podcast. Yeah, no, it was <laughs> it was funny how like the distillation. So you had the minute trailer and then, OK, now we've got 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. And like, which clips do you pick? What do you focus on? And it's funny how the trailer focused on basketball sport, Troy. And these are like music, rockin', like yeah. the dichotomy <laughs> there. Like if you were to have seen the trailer or if you were to have seen these little in-betweens, you'd have a very different sense of what this – like maybe you'd get some of the movie, but not – Well, here's the thing. is like the copy editor for like a trailer, like that's an important job. You, like you – like the writers probably sit down and write like what the trailer is going to be. The copy editor for like the coming up next um, plugs – that's just like no, like random person doing that. That that is not a, a creative decision that anyone's taking. Like involved with the movie, that's just like someone who works 
for Disney Channel. He needs to make sure that the commercials fit the right amount of time and is just writing these little things. There, we also, there was also uh, one, General Mills is a proud sponsor of Disney Channel's High School Musical. And it was just like, um, make sure you eat breakfast type of thing. Yeah, it was just a still logo on the screen. It was <laughs> super bizarre. When I first, like, it came on, I was like, am I still watching the right video? <laughs> <laughs> but General Mills, I mean. Kids got to eat their breakfast, Condor. They got to have their sugary, sugary breakfast cereal. Were they? Paying for the distribution because they weren't a producer. Were they paying for the distribution of that screening? Like, were they the ad blocks? It's like Jordan's Furniture is the official furniture dealer of the Boston Red Sox. Like, that's that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> they give some just- money at the beginning of the season each year to be like, hey, yeah. put our name on some commercials, please. Yeah, exactly. Or licensing rights, I guess, to use the logo in their own merchandise. Like, maybe there was a serial that had, like, High School Musical games on the back or something. Yeah, or maybe, like, exclusive, like, only General Mills serial can advertise during High School Musical. Mm. None of this post-serial. No raisin brand for these kids. All, right, all let's I talk know about the- post- <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the bumpers. Yes, please. I've been waiting. Uh, yes. And, and what is podcasting all about? But building up tension so people wait till the end of the podcast episode. They, because waiting through boring stuff to get to the good stuff is exactly how this medium should work. I mean, that's how movies work. <laughs> okay, so basically on January 20th, 2006, you had like the cast of High School Musical like introducing the movie before it started and when we say the cast we mean the white cast yes predominantly (laughs) Uh, (laughs) the white and white passing cast yeah so it was ashley tisdale doing most of the speaking she definitely like knew her way around like you could tell she was much more comfortable doing like the next up kind of thing like she'd done that a whole bunch of times for them before good at reading off the teleprompter yeah yeah and then Zach Efron, Vanessa Ann Hudgens. Yes, we have. We, yeah, we didn't mention that. That 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 happened in the trailer too. Vanessa Ann Hudgens. Yeah. Um. Somewhere along the way, she drops the Ann though. So Lucas Graybeal and yeah. So it's it's those four those four kids. They're all just like standing on a basketball court. Like it's all taking place in a basketball court. Yeah, in a gym. Yeah, and so they say, "Hi, I'm Ashley Tisdale, and I'm." Vanessa Ann Hudgens, and I'm Zach Efron, and I'm Lucas Grapeel, and we're so excited to present to you High School Musical. Uh, this isn't the exact words. I didn't copy down the exact words for this one. But the, you like you can see the timer in the corner, and it's like a minute until the movie starts. Like, yeah. the seconds are counting down. Some channels still do this while they'll, where, where they'll bring in, like, I'm thinking, like, FX does this for comic book movies sometimes, where they'll bring, like, comic book people into, like, in between... But yeah. before and after cre- uh, commercials, they'll be like, yeah, let's yeah, talk yeah. about yeah. this scene or whatever. And this was yeah, not those so are much- actually really cool. I think Sasha Pearl Raver is one of the people that does that. Like, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, those are like uh, like a normal movie presentation on TV is like nothing, but like a special like primetime movie, they'll have like special presentations with like these kind of two hosts, and they'll like show like certain interviews or behind the scenes stuff like between commercials. And those are really cool. That's not really what this is. This is like a kitty version of that, <laughs> where it's yeah. getting them, like, in one of the bumpers, they loosely showed some of the moves for Get Your Head in the Game. Or there was a gag where 
Troy couldn't, or Zac Efron couldn't make the free throw, but Vanessa did, kind of, like, there was gags like that, or Lucas getting cheered at by the the four cheerleaders <laughs> that were just hanging out around, which I don't think they were any of the ones in the movie, so that was also... Yeah, yeah, so the, the first one where they're, like, introducing the movie, and it's like, it's about to start. You're, you're going to love it so much. High School Musical. But then there's this thing where Zac Efron's like, oh, I made a bunch of these shots in the movie. Watch. And then he like misses four in a row. And they're like, Zach, come on. And he's like, okay, just one more. And then he like finally makes it. And they're like, okay, the movie's starting now. Yeah. And I mean, there's a dance off between uh, Zach <laughs> and Lucas and one yeah. that's later on. They do the robot yeah. and then Ashley and Vanessa are like, come on, guys, get like, get your act together. And then they start doing the robot as well, which is pretty cute. <laughs> yeah, that one was weird because it's like Zac Efron dancing and then Lucas comes in and is like, oh, we're, we're dancing now. And he like dances at him and then they're both they're both like dancing at each other. And v- Vanessa Ann Hudgens says, are you two done yet? And OK, and here's the other thing is Vanessa Hudgens in this is like still has the kind of stunted line reads that that we're used to from the movie where it's like you're not you're still not quite used to being funny where everyone else is actually pretty good at talking to the camera and like pulling faces and being funny in this kind of weird way she's definitely the one struggling with it a little bit but she's also one of the most genuine ones because when um zach efron's teaching them the basketball moves she's like actually trying to do them yeah but it's weird because the camera keeps zooming in on ashley tisdale yeah. who just has like a big smile on her face and just like looks like she's having fun for the camera kind of thing which is just as important for this kind of thing yeah. where it's, like, she's like i wish i was in that scene for get your head in the game when he's explaining how to do the moves it was like what do you mean you don't wish you were in that scene doing <laughs> basketball moves but yeah it's just like a lot of silly things and at the beginning they're like oh we're not going to spoil what's coming up the rest of the opening weekend kind of thing. And by the end, they're like, yeah, we've got a sing-along coming. And you can download the lyrics from yeah, Disney Channel. Yeah, let's talk about this. <laughs> slash high school musical. But, but they did not say you needed a parent's permission, Tyler. <laughs> which is a big Disney rule. Yeah. Every, I don't know if you remember this from when we used to watch the Disney Channel, but anytime they mentioned anything about going on their website, even if it was Club Penguin, it was like, get your parents' permission before you go online. And they didn't say that. And I was like, what I is think going that's on? That's for like a commercial, commercial, like, like a commercial advertisement. Like a company is, wants you to go online because it's like a for profit thing. But Disney Channel's website is for profit. There were still ads yeah. on it. And like, <laughs> Disney is a for profit company. Yeah. yeah. But also, like, because they used to do that for like Kim Possible and stuff. They'd be like, go play this game on, on DisneyChannel.com or whatever and ask your parents' permission first before going online. Maybe it's possible that enough time had passed that like in 2006, it was actually like, not like an internet thing wasn't like you get a hundred hours of AOL. Like, like maybe it wasn't that anymore. Like we had like actually enough time had gone by where internet was just kind of normal. I don't know. I don't think so. Mostly because, um, their laws about children going like privacy online. Yeah. And they were saying download the lyrics. So that definitely sounds like something that like should have had that. Yeah. And then that's the other thing is like there was a sing along version, but was it only if you printed and downloaded the lyrics? Like, could they not do the bouncing ball? Like, they definitely. 
definitely had the bouncing ball at some point because I know I had seen the bouncing ball at some point. But I don't know. Be maybe because it was so new that they like didn't have it yet. I don't know. I don't know. We, we didn't. We didn't see any bumpers from the from the January twenty first. I don't know if there was like different like. And tonight's the sing along version. Make sure you follow the bouncing ball. Like, uh, I think it's funny that the bouncing ball is like. Uh, not, I, I'm going to use the meme in like not like in like the haha internet meme, but like in the kind of scientific version of it, where it's like if you refer to the bouncing ball, it's like. A, a unit of memory that people actually know what the bouncing ball is in context with the sing-along. <laughs> All right. What, what other bumpers do they have? They had um, Lucas Graybeald dunking, but it, it pulled ladder. out to reveal that he was on a ladder. Which was great. And it was like a nice blend of like basketball and bop to the top. Oh, yeah. Because bop to the top has a ladder. Yeah. The, oh, there was also the one where, and this is where they introduced the Sunday night behind the scenes. They just like start talking about Kenny Ortega. <laughs> that one was funny. That one was actually the kinds of things they were saying about Kenny Ortega and the film clips they were showing during that, or the docu clips they were showing during that, were some of the same ones from the behind the scenes in general. So I like they were previewing yeah. the the behind the scenes. In more ways than I think, like, if you hadn't, because at the time you wouldn't have seen the, the behind the scenes kind of thing. I'd be like, oh. What? <laughs> where did, like, are these just, like, rogue shots? I'm just confused as why a child would care about Kenny Ortega. <laughs> I don't think children would have cared about, like, maybe the parent that's watching with would have been like, oh, that's the person that did Hocus Pocus. Or <laughs> Newsies. But more, I think kids do generally like the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, but but that's but you need to frame it in a different way where it's like where it's like, do you want to see how we learned the dance moves and like learning choreography from our choreographer, Kenny Ortega? And then you just like mention him once. I'm not saying it's like a vanity thing that Kenny Ortega was like, you must say my name six times. But it's like, why? Why the folk like the focus shouldn't be on the director oh, like Okay, a lot of times in other behind-the-scenes stuff, the, fo- the focus is on the director. But, like, in this kid's movie context, they, they care about the the teenager actors learning how to dance and sing. They don't care about, like, the director who's this, like, 50-year-old man shouting at children. That's actually a weird thing to show. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. It, it definitely – I don't know if it didn't strike me as odd because of, like, how today, like, like when the Star Wars movies were all coming out, it was, like, the – the director talking like being some of the intro trailer or even the last few Disney movies that were in theaters were introed by the director or a producer or something like that and being like this project meant a lot to us da 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 like why was Disney doing that they were doing that with like Pixar movies they'd be like like the movie would be about to start and then someone would come up on screen is like you're gonna love this movie we spent so much time working on it and we're really excited to show it to you like yeah, we're already we're already here. You don't need to tell me to like the movie. I want I'm here to watch the movie. Thank you for, for showing up, I guess. But I I want to watch the movie already. That's why I came. I bought tickets. <laughs> oh, here's my question. Why are they always showing these decoms at eight seven central? That's very late. Like, yeah, late it's for late. A kid. Like when we were kids, like we our bedtime was like eight thirty. Like we were like allowed to stay in bed and read. Like we didn't have to fall asleep. But like. TV TV watching was done by like 8.30 or 9. I feel like that's most families. Yeah, I wonder if, I bet, I have a sinking suspicion. So, and bear with me for a sec. 
So Disney Channel, when it originally was created, it was a pay for, uh, pay to pay to view, and it only ran for sixteen hours a day. It was like seven a.m. or like six thirty a.m. to like I think it was like nine or nine thirty p.m. something like that. Like it was not a full twenty four hours the way it is today. And it in the early mid 90s switched to a general cable channel and they had to dramatically change their entire structure of the kind of shows they had because they had originally been filmed without having commercials in it and then switching to the the general cable standard of like 22 minute episodes for ads and that kind of stuff and your common primetime blocks so television at the point in the 90s, had already established, like, okay, the AMs, Saturday AM is kid cartoons. During the week, it's children's programming during the day, and then soaps and game shows in the afternoon, and then primetime, like, news and your primetime shows in the evening. So Disney had to rearrange to fit this, like, structure that had been established elsewhere. And yeah. the 8 p.m. is, or the 8 p.m. EST is primetime. Prime time. Yeah. It that's it. So like it wasn't so much that because it's not it's a kids but channel, movies, but it's not. If the movie kids- started at seven, you're gonna keep watching the movie till nine. You're not and you're not interfering. Like you're already competing with the shows at eight. Like, but you're actually more likely to have them invested because they've already watched an hour of the movie. Yeah, I don't. I I genuinely because like Nickelodeon did that too. Like they followed the standard structure and like. But it's it's like when when like I feel like when I was a kid I would like never see an entire Disney Channel original movie unless they happened to play it during the day. Like I would just like you know you'd watch the first half hour of it and then you'd be like great I'm never gonna know what happens. Maybe well I mean 2006 too you'd have had the DVD coming out a few months later it came out in May. Greater temptation to buy it. I n- I never watched I, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose that's one version of like, ah, we'll hook the kids in by only showing them a little bit and then they'll have to buy the DVD later to find out how it ends. That's a kind of fun interpretation of it. But I I genuinely think it's just like Disney and Nickelodeon playing into the pre like understanding of what television schedule is. And Uh, yeah, I suppose if it's like on a Friday or a Saturday night, like maybe you'd be allowed to stay up till 930 to watch it all. And because... Because also, theoretically, a lot of these Disney Channel movies, like, while they're watched by six and seven-year-olds, are actually geared toward the 10 to 12-year-olds, who are probably allowed to stay up till 9.30 on, on Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I feel like 9.30 is when, like, my night is just, I'm, like, just starting to be productive at night. I feel like I get emails from my students at, like, 9 or 10 o'clock, and, like, asking questions about homework, and I'm like, why, why are you awake? Go to sleep. <laughs> I'm allowed to be up, but you're not. <laughs> See, I'd be more concerned when I would do like emailing my professors at like 1 a.m. and they'd yeah. respond, and I'd be like, "Yo, <laughs> what are you doing up right now?" So anyway, well, gee, Tyler, this has been it's been nice to chat with you again. Yeah, it's tr- well, yes, I agree that it's been fun to talk with you. I was going to say it's been a fun adventure talking about the marketing of High School Musical and how. That works. It's it's still like a weird mystery about how like they planned for this to be big, but they couldn't have planned for it to be this big. No way. And we're not going to talk about merchandising. We've we've alluded to the games and stuff and and the clothing lines. (laughs) But like, 
Yeah, I think that was a catch-up. They were not prepared for, for the success. Wait, there was High School Musical catch-up? No. <laughs> that would be a weird marketing <laughs> technique. No. Oh, no, McDonald's had just, they had just broken their relationship with McDonald's, so it it might not have been <laughs> if they had still been <laughs> in their McDonald's relationship, but they weren't yeah. at this point. Anyway. So. Yeah, thanks for thanks for kind of indulging this. I like I just kind of had this random idea because I looked up these videos and I was I was sending them to you and then we were like, oh, what if we did like a, a a marketing madness episode? That's probably what I'd suggest the title of this episode be. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Any then, other thoughts? Nope. So keep an eye on the feed. Um, we've got a couple more hiatus things lined up. I just need to get my act together and get the right people the information we need to. And we'll have a few more hiatus episodes. Wasn't expecting this one to be so long. So we'll see how the next ones go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, more like bye, Atis, because the episode's over. Uh, Condor, where can people find us <laughs> on the internet if they want to engage with us further? People can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Um, or me personally, at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. Although I think I'm private right now. So You are private right now. Whatever. You could you could probably like request follow me and then I could allow you. You can send us an email to amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com. Do you have any memories of when High School Musical came out that you want to share with us? And that'd be a fun <laughs> episode, just like reading people's like I remember watching yeah. High School Musical for the first time. That'd be super fun. That would fun. be cute. I was gonna like make a riff like, do you have any memories at all of the past? <laughs> <laughs> or have you repressed them? Um <laughs> That's what I've done. <laughs> uh no. Uh yeah. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at TGoldenArt on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I've been Contra. And I've been Tyler. And, ooh, I we'll have more hiatus fun bonus episode content, um, exclusive synergy buzzwords coming up for you. You can bet on it. <laughs>